IntelliKey Leadership Stories with your hosts, Kirsten Gouldy and Mark Stenson. Connect with us on LinkedIn or visit our website, pureintellikey.com. Here's your host, Kirsten Gouldy and Mark Stenson. Hello again, friends. You've reached IntelliKey Leadership Stories. Kirsten, here we are. Boy, we're just rolling into season two of our podcast. You know, we're in the first quarter of 2021. People are setting goals. People are looking ahead to bigger and brighter things. It just feels good, doesn't it? Oh, it feels so good, Mark. There's hope in the air. And I think back to one of our first guests, Claudia Hernandez, was talking about, you know, she's a high-performing executive. She's meeting these KPIs. That's been a phrase, KPIs and MBOs and all our objectives. And yet she was saying there was a point in her career where it's like, but what about life? What about relationships? What about my higher purpose? Right. And I, I've yes. just been and I, I happened being her friend. I was along for that ride. Right? I yeah. really was an integral part of watching that unwind into really evaluating how do I actually be rather than do? How do I create my essence and have a life that flows rather than drive myself off a cliff, mm-hmm. which many executives do? Well, and we just remind ourselves almost every episode of this word IntelliKey that is our title of our podcast that has this higher meaning of soul's purpose, you know, that this is our human potential that's already inside of us. It's not just what goals can we meet for our career or for our finances. And I guess it's on that theme, Kirsten, that we want to talk today with our guest, Michelle Reeves. Michelle, welcome to the program. Hey, I'm delighted to be there. Here we are talking with Michelle in Cambridge, England. This is the beauty of our new Zoom world. Cambridge, England is on the line. And Michelle is a director of the This Is My Era Academy. She is also an author and client coach of productivity and goal setting. So we want to talk about all those things. But Michelle, I I guess to bring you into this conversation, you talk about this idea of goal setting. Where does the bigger goal come in? for people. You know, they've met their career goals or they've met their sales goals. All the finances are in place. You know, they got to buy the house, whatever the case is. How do they elevate into a bigger purpose and a bigger goal? Yeah, I definitely can speak to that. I think, you know, this is my era. You know, we are a personal development brand. So yes, we create products and services that help people to become the best version of themselves. And for me, that is not just about your career, it's about all areas of your life. So, you know, our mission really is to engage and inspire and motivate people to take the initiative, but we want them to leave a legacy. And that legacy is going to have to be across lots of different roles. You know, we don't just play one role in our life and, and our work is important, but, you know, everything impacts on everything else. So if we're having issues in our relationship or in our health, that's going to impact on our work and vice versa. So our 90 day planner, which is one of our products, you know, it does help people to set goals and track their achievement, but also we want people to focus on different areas of their life. So they're able to track and we definitely encourage people to track the goals across for example fitness and across finance personal growth relationships family fun even like we should all have a goal for fun yeah here 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 put us put us down for a fun goal 
And I smile because now I'm looking at this uh, company name again, and it says, this is my era. And it just, as you were describing this, it doesn't say this is my quarter, or this is really going to be my season, or this is the year. It says, there's something big about the word era. Like this is an epic tale and journey. Yeah, and absolutely. Think, yeah. And it's about leaving a legacy, right? We have 90 day planners, absolutely. And we recommend that people plan every 90 days because, oh my goodness, haven't we had to learn how to pivot just in the last year or so? So, you know, having 90 days to plan in detail and then do a review and see where you are is very important in your work and your life. But this is about stepping above that, as you say, and identifying, you know, what your legacy is that you're going to be leaving behind you and the impact that you're going to have on, on your world. And so we encourage people to think that little bit bigger. What are those big dreams that you've just been putting off and doing the busy work? It's so easy, you know, to be ticking things off your list, but never get into those really good that are truly going to make an impact. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to speak to that for a moment because, you know, in the clients that I have, impact really matters to them, right? So when you look at the idea of legacy and having, I think all of us on this call can say we've probably trained our whole life into goal setting, thinking bigger, reaching bigger dreams, and they're achievable. It always is. So when you talk about potentiality, and somebody says, this is what I want to create, it's always achievable because the universe is infinite. What I have found, however, is what people think they want and what their soul really wants are typically misaligned because they haven't been trained to do the deeper internal work. So society says, my legacy should be go, go save a, you know people. And yet over here, they may be really an artist at heart. So they have a different purpose and a different component. How do you help people tease out what their true essence is rather than just creating dreams from the intellect? Yeah, absolutely. We couldn't agree more. And it's one of the reasons why we wanted to launch the This Is My Era Academy, because it's important for us, you know, not just to help people to set goals and plan goals and to, you know, celebrate their achievements, for example, but it's also important for us to then, you know, help them to learn the skills that they need to be able to move forward in all the different areas. And in order to create that purpose, if you like, that passion, one of the first courses that we've got is called Reboot Your Life. And that course is very specifically about hitting reset so that people can start getting more clarity. I think I know when I'm certainly when I'm working with my clients in my coaching clients, clarity is the number one thing that we work on. Because like you say, just to speak to what you were saying, people think that they know what they're trying to achieve, but they often don't have the clarity that comes from understanding what their purpose is, what their passion is, what their values are. So we go through a step-by-step process in this course, and and I actually teach this course uh, in the academy that allows them to get under the skin of that, but also gives them a toolkit that they can use to get past some of the limiting beliefs that are what really hold us back. Because even once you've identified what you think your purpose and your passion 
passion is, you're not going to be able to make an impact unless you can uncover those limiting beliefs that are holding you back and move through them. So that we've put lots of tools and techniques into this course to enable people to do that. And oh my goodness, we couldn't have expected how important that would be right now. So many people taking advantage of the opportunity to what I say, effectively hit control, alt, delete in their life and start over. So true. And it's so interesting, Kirsten, you bring this up that, you know, when your values or your passion or your purpose are so misaligned. And Michelle, you talked about health goals, for example, that if your health is not strong, it could affect your work and then vice versa. I do recall years ago in my own life, having a very debilitating back injury. And the doctor was like, I can fix your back, but I don't think it's your back. (laughs) You know, I, I think you're going through some things at work. Do you feel like you're carrying the company on your back? You know, or I think there's some things going on in your relationship. It's not necessarily your spine that's misaligned. It's your priorities. You may want to get those Mm -hmm. straight. And then maybe, you know, we can deal with your back. It's just so interesting that these things are so interrelated. Yeah. And I want to say, because I know we were speaking before we started hitting the record and you really talked about health and body and wellness as a component in my work is really about the integration of body, mind, spirit, and soul. They all have to be integrated to have that homeostasis that we need to thrive. So I'd love to hear your feedback because Mark was just speaking to that, right? Our body manifests what we're not addressing. Yeah, it absolutely does. And we, we're we working with different experts across different fields to bring together courses across all the areas. So that's really important to us that we're allowing and enabling people to have the right nutrition skills, fitness skills, relationship skills. We have a body language expert to help people to, to look at body language. I mean, there's going to be all sorts of different areas of life that people will be able to work on. But one of the tools that we do use as a company is the Wheel of Life, which your listeners might be familiar with, but we, as part of our planners, and it's also part of our courses, that people can use the wheel of life to identify which areas of their life they need to work on. And so over time, they can start to raise the level of each area. And it's it's a bit like that, you know, the saying, a rising tide lifts all ships. If you're able to increase your health, it will have a good onward impact on other areas of your life. And one of the things in the Reboot Your Life course that I'm I teaches about energy. I think it's very important to understand your energy and to maximize your energy. And people tend to feel like they have to be um, kind of shoehorned into using energy in a particular way. So whether that's through a routine that they feel they should have, maybe they're, maybe they're a morning person, but they feel like they should be working at night. Maybe they're a night owl, but they feel like they should be up at 5am and be part of this 5am club sort of ritual. People have to understand what's right for them in terms of of energy management and and energy maintenance. And I think the other thing that I'm really, really strong on is self-care. And, you know, it's a bit of a buzzword, but really it's all about energy management for me, self-care. So if we can understand that as individuals, we, we, you know, we have if you like a cup of energy every day, if we're constantly pouring out of that cup to other people, to our work, to our family, our friends, all of the different roles that we have to play in our life without refilling that cup with the things that replenish us and give us energy, then eventually that cup's going to be empty. And that I think is very much what leads to burnout and overwhelm. And it's not just one area of of your life that's impacted. It impacts 
all areas of your life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you think about, uh, we often say these are skills that aren't taught in schools, you know, and here we are talking about, you have to reboot your life. Well, let's, let's dial it back to when you're simply booting your life for the first time, <laughs> you know, in school, uh, how do tools like this, and I, I think your company has a program, but how, how do these kind of tools and methods get integrated at a younger age? Yeah, I think it's it's really important that we should be teaching children how to manage themselves. You know, we're taught at school very much, essentially, you know, here in the UK at least, we're taught different subjects, different topics. But I don't think we're really taught how to manage ourselves. And so one of the partnerships that we have at This Is My Era is with uh, Bella Girls High School in Brooklyn, New York. And so the class of 2021 actually has just been going through a program where we've donated planners to every single one of the girls to help them understand how to set goals, how to create plans, how to then be inspired to take action every day and understand what their personal kind of why is, what's their purpose, what do they want to achieve, and to start figuring out how to create a step-by-step plan to achieve that. But also importantly, to understand that, you know, you're never too young or too old to have dreams and plans. You know, whatever stage of your life you're at, you can change the narrative. And, And to have those kind of tools is really important. Yeah, you know, I love what you're speaking to my daughter, my youngest daughter and I, we always, there's a running joke in my family that when she has children, they're going to go to the school of Kirsten Gouldy, right? Because they're going to get the holistic (laughs) training, they're going to get the business training, right? We'll play some tarot cards, and we'll look at being a CEO of your own corporation. There's different modalities, we'll go hiking every day, we'll do some rock hounding. You know, I, I say that jokingly, but it's serious. Because even when you listen to um, Robert Kawasaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, he says the greatest crime against our children is we never taught them how to manage their own finances. We don't teach them fundamentals of just how to live. So by the time they get into college, they're still thinking mom and dad are going to pay the bills. But what you're speaking to, the underbelly of what you spoke to is teach them how to find their own values. How often do we hear parents determine who they are for them? And by the children, by the time the children are 30 or 35, which happens to be a core group of who I work with, they're having to figure out who they really are and they are really clear. It's not what their parents wanted for them. How do you see what your work, because your work can have a profound impact on that empowered individual, that empowered self. So I think it's very much about us inspiring and enabling people to do that inner work and to allow people to investigate what lights them up through, you know, setting big, scary, exciting goals. You know, I think we're not encouraged enough to step out of our comfort zone. So one of the things that, that I'm very passionate about is helping people to understand how their thoughts create their reality. And as a coach, this is probably my biggest bugbear is that children, uh, young people are not taught to manage their mindset. So part of managing yourself is understanding how your thoughts impact you. And, you know, from a very early age, we're, you know, we definitely speak to emotion, but it's actually our thoughts that cause the emotions that 
that lead us to action or inaction in a lot of cases, procrastination and all those kind of limiting actions that we can take that stops people hitting their goals. And it doesn't really matter how old you are, how young you are, how successful you are, whether you're just starting out or a CEO, if your mindset is not right, then you will not have the impact that you want to in the world. So I think very much speaking to people's understanding of how their brain works, you know, and understanding how their thoughts can do can really sabotage them without them even realizing it. I have a really simple model that I use with my coaching clients that we also put into the reboot your life course, which you might be familiar with, actually, it's I call it the steer model, it has various different names, it's rooted in cognitive behavioral therapy. And a lot of what we do is research based. And the steer model is really a very simple tool that people can use to understand their thoughts by analyzing the situation they're in, the thoughts they're having about that situation, the emotions that those thoughts are creating, the actions or inactions that that results in, and effectively the results they have as the end of that process. And then we flip that model the other way around and say, okay, if you were starting from you know, a blank sheet of paper, what result would you actually like to get? once you know what that is, you can start deciding what emotions you would need to be feeling, what actions you would need to be taking, what emotions you'd need, what thoughts would you need to be thinking about yourself in order to take those actions. And for me, that's where it begins because lack of confidence, self-doubt, all these limiting beliefs are what really are holding people back, not the skills that they do or don't have, in my personal opinion. Mm, I yeah a hundred percent if you look at children really young children you know before they start the education system they have no problem believing they can be anything that they choose to be and it is the layers of insecurity and self-doubt that get applied you know through um, the environment sometimes it's family sometimes relationships sometimes it's the schooling system sometimes it's not being equipped with dealing with failure you know, failure is the most important thing we can pass through to get to success, but we don't teach children how to deal with failure very well. And even as adults, you know, um, as entrepreneurs, as business owners and employees, we need to learn to deal with failure and not have it impact on us at a kind of an emotional and lower level identity. You know, we tend to think that it's impacting on us personally, and that allows us to then retreat. Um, and once we do that retreating, it's hard to come back and people shelve their dreams because of those, the fear of failure, the fear of in, embarrassment, you know. And I think, you know, we're not e equipped enough to deal with, with those kind of emotions and to, to understand how our ego impacts us. I've just finished reading a fantastic book called Ego is the Enemy, which I highly recommend to anyone listening to this, which shows how our ego really does work against us and holds us back from doing things because of this kind of fear of the way that we're going to appear in society and to people that are important to us. Mm -hmm. And Michelle, you were talking about the sort of wheel of life that, you know, we need to take care of our relationships and our health and our nutrition and so forth. But sometimes people do face challenges that go beyond just positive thinking or sort of get a stiff upper lip. I mean, there, there's also mental health challenges that many of us have to deal with that you can't just say, get in there and live your dreams. I think you've faced some of those in, in your journey too. And I wondered if you could speak to that 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's really important that we talk about mental health and that we reduce the stigma there is around mental health. I think my own journey was a real game changer for me. I had a career in in the city uh, here in the UK, uh, very successful, presenting to the board of the companies that I was working with, for example, managing budgets, managing people. And I had the opportunity to move to China for four years, which was an amazing opportunity. But as a result of that, And having a daughter, uh, my first child, my daughter uh, in China, I had a very traumatic birth and postnatal depression or postpartum depression, as you call it in the US, as a result of that. And I had to go through a period of therapy um, to help me deal with that. And for me, I often say that the therapy is what took me from non-functioning to functioning again. And part of the problem was that I felt a, a complete absence of control of the situation that I was in. And this, I think, is something that's really common, especially now. I mean, the situation that we're all in, we're all so out of control. We do not have control over what's going on a, a lot at the moment. And people feel really disenfranchised from uh, the ability to be able to make decisions in their life so uh, for me I think absolutely people need to feel safe and secure in reaching out and asking for help when they need it for me therapy was definitely the thing I needed at the time to get me back to to functioning again but then I I believe it was my own personal development journey then that got me back what I say is it got me back from functioning to fabulous so when I wrote my book the happiness habits transformation that was about my own personal development journey that I took after the therapy and I think we need to uh, equip people with the tools and the techniques that they need to take ownership of their mental health you know I hope that in the future we don't get to the stage where people go so far down the track that they have to you know reach out and have therapy we should be giving people the tools and techniques to work on their mental health all the time you know that is an understanding as I say of you know the thoughts it's making time and space for thought awareness it's having space in the day to just be doing nothing to get off like the the hamster wheel if you like and just as you were saying to speak to your earlier point to just be to just exist and to to sit in space for a period of time and to see what arises and learn to deal with that all too often I think we we learn to squash things down rather than actually allowing them to come up so that we can deal with them and like a volcano you know that pressure is just going to build and build until one day it's going to blow right we need to learn to kind of bore the holes if you like to allow that steam out over time. Mm-hmm. You know, great conversation. And I would believe COVID has been an, an incredible catalyst for the awakening. COVID has really allowed us to have time to address where we sit within our inside ourselves, right? It really is, I call it the greatest silent retreat that we've ever been on. <laughs> and we have an opportunity to truly investigate ourselves. How do you see and how does your program help cultivate that new paradigm? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I think, and I think it doesn't just apply to big organizations. Just to, to make a parallel point for a second, I think even people uh, and who are leave corporate life as I did, as you did, and start our own businesses or work for smaller companies, you know, I see so many people that end up recreating a job that they had in in the corporate world rather than 
designing their life around their purpose and their passions. And I think for us, it's very much about being in charge of that designing of your life, creating routines that work for you rather than working the routine. So, you know, one of the things that that we are very clear on when we're kind of talking people through goal setting and planning is, you know, make sure that your schedule reflects your biggest passions, you know, rather than, you know, going through your email list first thing in the day where you're reacting to everything that's going on around you and, and you're being at what we call at reaction, we want you to be in action, which is where you are taking your biggest dreams and getting those onto your schedule. It's a very interesting point. If you if you ask many people in business, you, you know, leaders, etc. Let, let me take a look at your calendar. And Brendan Bouchard talks to this. You know, if you look at an executive's calendar, you can see a lot about what's important to them. Because if that calendar is just chock a block full of meeting, 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 which most people's life are no space for lunch, no space to think, no space to sit back, no space to brainstorm, no time to work on your, you know, your biggest dreams, no time in the company to take time out to do something that's a passion project. Yeah. And I think, you know, some of the more advanced companies now are starting to see that when people have a passion project outside of work, the impact on inside of work is huge because anything, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And if you can come to something with purpose and passion, you are going to end up applying that to work as well. So rather than creating, you know, a treadmill, if you like, that people just can't wait to get off at the end of the day, we should be creating companies that people can't wait to get to because they Mm -hmm. feel that they are in charge of their day. They feel like they have autonomy. They feel like they have some form of control. And so with our goal setting and planning, we very much recommend people do time block out their day, putting on their calendar what their biggest goals are and actually design their day around what they're trying to achieve, not kind of reacting to to things around them. And I know that's not easy. Uh, It's definitely a process. Very good. Well, Michelle, we have just really enjoyed this conversation and we've touched on so many points and I know listeners are going to say, I'm really interested in this or that, that you guys discussed. Where can we go to maybe watch some of these courses or learn more about the programs that we've talked about here? Yeah, for sure. So everything that we do, you'll find at thisismyera.com. You can also uh, take a look at the Academy, thisismyera.com forward slash academy and just to say as well that you know that impact is really important to us so the purchase of every planner and every course helps to make an an impact through our partnerships with world vision and the amani hope foundation we're able to help our children to get the right education around the world Uh, that's very admirable well, Kirsten, I can't help but think, you know, we we like to summarize into these action steps. You know, some things change in a new year, but I'm still all about action steps. I don't think it's going to change. Mark. I don't I think, think I, you know, that's not going to change. But I, I think we've walked away and Michelle, you've really encouraged us to say, look, even if we just looked at today's calendar or this week's calendar and start with something simple, like you're going to take lunch, you know, block it out take a walk around the block, but then look at these other blocks and say, have you plugged in your passion project? Have you plugged in time for yourself? 
have you plugged in family time? And I don't just mean watching TV. You know, have we plugged in meaningful relationship time? And I love this wheel of life that says, I'm going to give some attention to all of these so that I make sure the wheel is turning smoothly and we don't have, you know, a flat tire on one side of life that derails us totally. So really appreciate you sharing all of that with us today. Hey, no problem. It's been such a pleasure to be on the show. Well, our guest has been Michelle Reeves. Her company is This Is My Era Academy, and she's got a great book, The Happiness Habits Transformation. Well, Kirsten, thanks for another great conversation. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, Michelle. And thank you for the contribution you're making to all of the organizations and the impact. It's really heartwarming. Thank you. Kirsten, people want to continue the conversation. You're hosting another Zoom call. Tell us a little bit about that. I have a bi-weekly conversation. It's called Soul Tea and Conversations, and they are deepening conversations for people to journey in to get to know themselves better in a peer-to-peer situation, creating community. It is a free platform. People can pop in whenever they want to. You can find it on my website, pureintellikey.com. So listeners, I encourage you to sign up for a Soul Tea conversation with Kirsten. So come back again for our next episode of IntelliKey Leadership Stories. I'm Mark Stenson for Kirsten Goldie, and we'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to IntelliKey Leadership Stories. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. On behalf of your hosts, Kirsten Goldie and Mark Stenson, thanks for listening to IntelliKey Leadership Stories.